super excited to have Lex here today. Man, guys, let me tell you, this is, I'm excited because me and Lex, okay, so I kind of reached out to her the same way I reached out to Sarah, the girl that was on last week, and um, through TikTok, I found her and everything, and so I reached out to her, and she was like, hey, would you mind if we, like, FaceTime before, kind of get to know each other, and I'm like, uh, yeah, I was like, I didn't even think about that, That's a great idea, <laughs> so we did, and we talked for a while the other day, and it was awesome, and we totally connected, so I'm like, this is going to be exciting, so I'm really excited to hear what the Lord has put on your heart to share today. So Lex, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and your testimony and your story? Yeah. So for the last few years of my life, I have been in college. Um, I just recently transferred to Liberty last semester. So it was like last fall. Um, I did two years of community college back home and then, you know, felt like the Lord was leading me to come to this new big school. And I never really expected to go to some very large Christian school and do all the things that he's called me to do. But, um, I sure am really thankful for it. And so it's been really awesome just to see how he has led me back to him in this time and just um, showed me more of himself through me having to like learn how to be content and trust him in times that like have felt so, I don't even know how to explain. Um, But yeah, so that's where I'm at, just kind of being in nursing school and figuring out how to walk with the Lord and be faithful in the little things so that, you know, be faithful with much. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's one of my things I struggle with is contentment, staying content in kind of where I'm at. Cause I'm always wanting like grass is greener on the other side type. Like if I'm traveling, I'll be happier. If I'm that's my dog, of course. Um, so if you want to, um, touch on maybe your testimony or like we, sorry guys about the dog. Um, if you want to, oh my gosh, Blue, stop, please. If you want to touch on kind of, we have a thing on here called, stop. We have a thing on here called um, like mustard seed moments. It's kind of um, like a little sprout in your faith that's kind of um, helped your faith along the way. So like a moment in time where you're just like, wow, this is going to completely transform my faith. Yeah, um, I definitely have a lot of those moments, I feel like, but one of the biggest ones that I feel like is the most recent, um, and it has been like contributing to my testimony more recently, was one night on my dorm room floor, um, I had just come back from campus community of being at Liberty, and God just like wrecked me, like it was just me inside my dorm, and um, I was reading the word of God, and like just really like asking him to like show me my sin, like show me all these things, and um, I don't know. I look back to that moment in time and I'm like, it's just so crazy to see how even in the last, you know, four or five months, God has taught me so many different lessons that I'm like, I don't even know where to begin. But I think the biggest one, like I was saying in this season is contentment and knowing that like when you have joy and your heart, um, love is a reflex. And so like, that's just been my biggest I feel like thing that's been driving me, like if I stay joyful in the Lord and I find that contentment in him, then like, he's going to produce everything that he needs to for me to like get through this season and love and, and grace and walking with him. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, one, I was reading a book and I've talked about this on here before, but the well-watered woman, and I don't know if you've read it, but it's really good. And, um, I was reading it and it talked about contentment. And I was like, wow, that one really is like that convicted me because I have that issue. And I was like, how do you fix that? Cause there's obviously things I want to do in life that I'm like, I want that. So how do you, how are you able to stay in that joy and that contentment? Yeah, for sure. I think it's definitely a hard balance of like, 
you know, how do I learn how to be content when I, you know, have all these things, but then also learning that like, it's not our things that make us content. It's rather just like finding that in the Lord. And so I think a lot of the reasons why, like for me in my life, why I felt discontent is because I have this perception or this expectation of how the Lord is going to move and work. And then like when it's met in a different way, I'm kind of like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. But like, that was even better than I expected. Or maybe like, that's refining me for a moment in the future. But I don't know. I think I've just found that like in those moments of being alone, cause that's a lot of like, I mean, I moved all the way from my hometown in Florida to Virginia and like at first trying to make friends and doing all these things. It was hard for me to find contentness because I was like, Lord, I don't have any friends. And I don't even know if this is what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. And like all of the, all of the worry and the doubt and the fear and it's such a classic verse, but like over and over again, the Lord like reminded me of Philippians four of like, I have learned to be content in every situation, like whether well-fed or hungry and in my situation, whether like a large group of friends or none, like you learn to find contentment because like Christ is the strength in us that keeps us sustained every single day. And so that's just been my anchor holding me like in these last few months and like hopefully for the rest of my life of just like, I can seek contentment in the Lord if I change my perspective to be focused on him like he says in his word like if we keep our eyes fixed on the author and the creator like he's going to give us a fresh perspective he's going to renew our minds he's going to do all those things that he promises in his word that he's going to do yeah that's awesome that's really good um I had never thought of it kind of that way is just kind of how, how he will answer your prayers and stuff, but in a different way. Cause that's so good. Cause I always, it's always that, you know, you never know when he's going to answer your prayers, but then when he does, um, something I heard the other day was don't look at the prog don't to see where your progress is. Don't look at where you are now, look at where you were. And I, mm-hmm. and I've been thinking about that a lot because I'm like, you're so right. There's so many prayers that have been answered, but through me, but I'm still so focused on, Oh, but I want to be there instead. And, but he's currently answering my prayers right now, which is where I should be content in that. And so I really like that. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. It's like such a cool thing too, because I think we get so caught up in like, and I know for me, this is also like a big part of me, like learning how to be content is like, we look back at our life and we wish back to a season that we were in, but while we're in it, we like fail to recognize like all that God is doing in those little moments that are like making you who you are. And I mean, that goes into a whole nother, like topic of identity and stuff but it's just like really cool because if we can just like learn to like be where our feet are and be exactly where God has placed us and know like like it says in Esther like for perhaps this is a moment for which he has created us like and we trust him with that and we give him that like he's gonna meet our needs like he's gonna be the daily bread every single moment every single step and like teaching us that like we can find what we're looking for in him yeah yeah for sure I think can being content and having that joy in him is kind of part of the whole, it's the little things concept, like being content brings you joy. That's how you stay, how you stay positive through what you're going through is by finding contentment in where you are, because there's always somewhere that you're going to, that everybody always says there's the grass is always greener, but it's really not like if you, once you get there, you're always wanting something more instead of just accepting where you are and being content in that. And so I really like that. That was a good example of that. Yeah. And I think too, just like living in such a culture where like social media and self-gratification and like all of these things are such a big deal that we like forget that we're human beings and God created us to like 
go through the motions of life with him. Mm-hmm. And like, that's such a big thing of like, we can stay positive and we can do all of these amazing things. But like in those moments when like, we are struggling to be content because they're going to come up or in those moments where we are going through it, like, how can you say, although I'm feeling these things, my feelings are valid, but they're not the truth of who I am and who God says that I am. And then just like walking forward and okay, like, although I am struggling with these things, like God has called me to be like a child of God. God has called me and, and told me that this is who I am. And like in that finding that peace, because they're not always going to feel content. You're not always going to feel, you know, whatever emotions come and go, but like, that's the beauty of the truth of who Christ is to us is like, because of the cross and because of what he's done, like there is a joy that never runs out. Like there's that hope in that, although we may not always feel happy, we're always going to have joy because of the Lord. Yeah. 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 That was good. Uh, When you said that, you know, your feelings are still valid. That is so important because to me, it's like, I'm always telling myself, no, don't feel that. No, don't feel that. Don't do that. But it's like, I can feel that that's okay. But there are reasons that I'm feeling this and that there are also things to combat that feeling with. And so I have those feelings of, you know, sadness and anxiety and things. And that's okay because we're human and we feel that. And that's why he mentions it in the Bible to not be afraid. Don't have anxiety. Don't be anxious over things of this world because he's conquered them all. And so it's kind of cool to know, like those feelings are totally valid. People in the Bible suffered through those same things. But we have things to combat that feeling with. And that's what I like about that is because with discontentment, we also have things to combat that with, which is joy and the peace, knowing that there's a plan for what we have. And there's a reason that we're in the place that we are right now. And I love that you brought up Esther because a girl that was on the podcast a while ago, her name was Tate. And she said something of, she said that same verse that you said, and, um, but it was in a completely different context. Like we were talking about a completely different thing. So I love how that, that verse had some dualism behind it and was able to be used in like, be content where you are, but also find joy in the situation you're in because you're there for a reason. Yeah. And I think too, like I was kind of talking about our culture and like how everything is very like, here's like all the vacations I'm going on and we scroll through social media and we like compare our lives to like so many other, other people's lives. And I think that also like feeds our discontentness and all of the things and all of the anxiety and the worry and the fear and like our circumstances and all these things. But like when we're believers, like the cross is absolutely the opposite of those things. Like we see that like before Jesus went to the cross, like he was asking God, he said, Lord, like take this cup from me. Like, but if it is your will, then let it be done. Mm -hmm. And so in life, I think, you know, being content, like we're never going to find that in all the fun things that we do or our Instagram reel or whatever, like we're going to find contentment in those seasons of, of suffering and pain and hardship and anxiety and all of that, because whenever we see the purpose of like, okay, although this is like, what's going on in my life, like we, we see in scripture, like in Hebrews, I think it is, I can't even remember, but um, it talks about how like for the joy set before Jesus, like he endured the cross because he knew that there was something greater. And so when we have that same mindset of like, because of what Christ has done for me on the cross, like if I lay down my life and pick up my cross, although I'm going to go through hardship and pain and feel anxiety and worry, like there is a joy beyond this, like, and that is found in the Lord and the Lord only. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, something I've been thinking about a lot today, actually, which is funny that you brought this this um, thing up. But I was thinking about how joyful it is to have a gen a genuine joy because it's hard to mm -hmm. explain to somebody who doesn't feel it. Because I, if you told me a year ago that you know I would be joyful, I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, where like, what am I going to be doing? Where am I going right. to be at? And so finding that genuine joy with things not of this world is so pure because it's a joy that you can't explain. It's a joy that's like, I don't care what I'm doing. I don't care, you know, what food I have or what the weather's like. Like I'm genuinely joyful because I have somebody that has carried my burdens, died mm -hmm. for those, and then tells me that I'm going to be okay. And I know I'm going to be okay. Like whatever happens in this life, when I pass and I, and I'll go to heaven and there, I will never have to worry about those things again. And so like, there's that genuine, pure joy. It's a pure joy. That's all I can say about it. It's a joy. That's nothing like you can get from anything of this world. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, like as believers, we have such a misconception of like, once we become Christians and like, this is a big part of like what I share through social media too, is we have this misconception and I'm like guilty of it too. I fell into it when I first became a Christian of like, my life is going to be like so much greater and all these things. But like the enemy knows that because you're closer to Christ, like he's going to try to pull you away from that. So when you do start seeking after the Lord, like there may be times that you do feel more anxious or more discontent or more whatever, but it's what we do with that, what we do with our doubt, mm -hmm. like, and how we press into the Lord with it too. Because like, it's just very easy to fall into those spirals of like, oh my goodness, well, like I'm following Christ and now everything is just like not going the way that I thought. But like it says in, in scripture that like the Lord's ways are higher than ours. His thoughts mm -hmm. are higher than ours. And I know that every time I've chosen to trust God, like the fruit of that has been so much greater than anything I could have ever even imagined for myself and the doors that he's opened and the doors that he's closed too. Like, it's just amazing. Yeah, for sure. And that is, it's a hard, con it's another hard concept to kind of wrap your head around is that like, okay, well, I'm in this relationship with God and I have this bond with him, but like, mm -hmm. why is my life almost seem harder? And I think the reason that it seems that way is because sure. I mean, we're going to be, you know, mocked and whatever, like, that's what it says it's going to happen and that's fine. But it's also things where you start feeling convicted about things you weren't convicted about before. Yeah. That's why it seems more difficult, at least to me, because I'm like, mm -hmm. sure. I mean, I wasn't feeling convicted about this before, but now I, I, I am feeling convicted and that's why it seems so much diff more difficult, but it's like a good feeling. It's like a, okay, well I'm changing for the better, but at the time it doesn't seem like that. And so another thing is just when you're going through things, you're mm -hmm. able to know that you're going to get out of them. Like yeah. through Christ, you know, that whatever is happening, there's a, the light at the end of the tunnel. And so it seems difficult because you're called to lean on him and give those to him at and lay them at his feet, those issues you have. And it's hard to do that because for me, I like to carry my burdens by myself and I had yes. to learn how to lean on others in those situations. And so it's hard for me to be like, okay, like here, here's everything I'm going through. Like, take it. That's, that's what's hard for me. That's what makes being a Christian and having that. And that's, to me is it's those things that make it seem difficult, but genuinely when you take a step back, there's a greater joy that you have that you didn't have before. And so when it all comes to balance, it's actually, it gives your life purpose. 
Yeah, for sure. Something I heard today um, from somebody that really just like kind of got my mind going. I don't know really what you said in particular that made me be reminded of this, but like, we think that after we become Christians, like it's about how much we don't sin or how much we don't do these things. But really it's about just like, like we were talking about finding that contentment and, and fixing your eyes on Jesus that like makes you realize there's always going to be something in your life that you're going to struggle with, whether that's, you know, like sexual sin or whether that's um, drinking or, you know, like getting drunk or partying or whatever. And that's like a really big part of my testimony is like, I thought for so long, like I was finding joy in all of these things of the world. Mm -hmm. And then when I really found the Lord, like he showed me, like, there's something so much greater beyond like the things that you can see. And I, I think that like people of the world don't understand that because God hasn't revealed maybe all of that to them yet. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just really cool because after you like see Jesus and after you see what he's done and you see like the life, the abundant life that he gives us here on earth, like it's just, it's so much greater than anything. Yeah, for sure. Those it's hard because those things, like I said, like that joy that comes from them is so like, it's so surface level. It's so like, okay, I get that joy only if I'm doing that only if I'm only if I'm drunk, only if I'm, you know, partying. And it's, it's hard because that's not a genuine joy. Like, like it's not pure and it, and it's hard to see. I mean, unless you, like you said, unless God reveals himself to you and Jesus and you know, his, his pure love for you, it's, it's nearly impossible to see because you're kind of sitting there and you're like, I don't see how anything could be better than just living my life. Like what I'm doing right now. And there is, but it's hard. It is a difficult thing to see. And, you know, our age is, is hard too, because it's college and everybody's doing everything in college. And you're like, all right, well, this is fun. Like, this is awesome. It's not. And it's, it is hard to see and like, stick your head out and be like, holy smokes, like what's going on. And, um, but I do, I like how you said that. that. I mean, that's so true. Mm -hmm. And just like walking in that freedom too, because like for so long, I thought that, you know, the things that I was, I was doing in my own flesh and in what I found to make, bring me happiness and make me joyful, essentially, like in that time when I was like not living for the Lord, um, I look back now and I'm like, man, it is just so crazy to see that. Like I have a, a fresh perspective of like how good God is in the midst of that. Like how much you can walk in the freedom that Jesus gives us. Like we aren't to use our freedom for like gratifying our flesh, but you see freedom in a new light. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because you know that the sins you commit, which we're bound to commit sins, but it's like, you have this, it's not even just like a, it's not even moral dilemmas at that point. It's just like, okay, I know this is wrong. Like it specifically says in the Bible, this is wrong. It's not a question. Like I don't have to question you know, is this a gray area? It's not like the Bible is pretty, it's black and white. It doesn't say, you know, you can do this every now and then, but don't do it on this day or like it's black and white. So it's nice to know, like, Hey, I have this blueprint of what I need to do, what I don't need to do. And then also knowing that, you know, there's always, there's always somebody to be there. There's always somebody to lean on when I feel my most lonely, that's him isolating me too build me in our relationship and that there's something greater and something I've been thinking about a lot is I mean literally a year ago I was calling my dad every day crying about my concussion and everything and now I'm here and I'm getting to talk to you and I'm there's so many good things going on and I'm just like wow so that's why I go back to just 
don't look at where you are right now. Look at where you were because so many of my prayers have been answered and I, and I didn't even know it until I looked at, Oh my gosh. Like I thought my headache today was bad. It was so much worse a few days ago or a few years ago or whatever. And so it's just been really awesome to see that. And like, that's what we have him for. And so it's, it's hard to see from like my small little immature self right now and seeing the bigger picture. It's so hard to see the bigger picture sometimes. Yeah. But it's, that's a cool concept too, that you were kind of talking about is like, you're walking out prayers that you used to pray and like, God knows the desires of your heart. And after we like commit our lives to him and say like, Lord, okay, I want to follow you. Like he's going to meet those as you glorify him. And he's going to like, see you know, the bigger picture of that. And so it's just cool to think that like you could be living in other people's prayers and, um, our God is a big God and like big faith doesn't need like big words. Like we could pray the simplest prayer of like, Lord, like refine me, Lord, give me patience, Lord, help me to be content, Lord, help me to experience your freedom. And like, he's going to sometimes give you trials or experiences, like, for example, like your concussion or things like that. So that now you can walk out those prayers that you used to pray. And that's the beauty of like who God is. I don't know, like we don't see it in the moment. Then we look back and we're like, oh my gosh, God, you've done so much. Yes. It's so, it's, it's so, so funny too, because I literally was doing that yesterday. Like I, I saw this guy on a TikTok and said that, and that's totally why I'm saying that now. But um, <laughs> I think it's so funny because I it was like working out and I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm not making any progress. And then I was like, wait a second. Is that a quad muscle? Like what's that? Yeah. She's kind of popping and so then I was like <laughs> banging my head against the wall. Like what on earth? Cause I've made so much progress and so many of my prayers have been answered in the past year alone. And so, I mean the past month alone, cause I, I've been praying over this podcast so much and I know so many of my family members are, and I was like, Lord, I pray that you, you know, give me people like in wisdom, that I can talk to people and I have been doing that and I'm like, what is going on? And so I I like am racking my head as to why I've been Mm -hmm. so stubborn to see his power and his glory for so long. And now I'm like, holy crap, like you've been doing this stuff this whole time. And now I'm like, what on earth is wrong with me? But it's, it's funny. It's a funny process really. (laughs) Yeah. And that's so like, that's a cool point too, because then you think about it, like, when you learn to find that contentment of like seeing all that God has done, like you'll thank him for the unanswered prayers too. Because like, it's so crazy how many times God doesn't answer prayers that we pray because he has, like, we don't even have the faith to pray for what he wants to bless us with. Like, that's how much he loves us. And we have this misconception of God that he just is like, wants us to suffer and wants us to go through all of these hard things. And like, that's not the truth. Like God loves us so much that he cares more about drawing us near to him than he cares about, you know, the circumstances that we may face that feel overwhelming and hard. Like he cares more about the ways that you're going to grow in him and grow with him than anything else. And that is like the love of the father that we have. Oh man, that was good. That was really good. Way to go. (laughs) All the Lord, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's so funny, but it is, yeah, it, that's so good. It's so true. And it's a, it's such a funny concept to think that there are so many things that we're like, wow, if I had this, my life would be so much better. Like if I was rich, which I was thinking about that this morning, I was like, if I was rich, right, I'd right. have Paint no problems and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, right. no issues. And, um, but that's so true. There's so many prayers that I 
could be praying that I don't even think about because he has such a grand plan for all of us. And I'm like, I don't even know what I want to do, which I love the other day, everybody. Uh, when we were on the phone, I was like, I don't really know what I want to do with my major. And she totally called me. Lex totally was like, you know what? Like, it's okay. Like be, be where your feet are. Just know that God's going to reveal to you his plan. Eventually just keep doing what you're doing. And it, I called my dad and I was like, dad, this girl just totally saved my life because I was totally stressing about, <laughs> I was totally stressing about my major. And now I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm going to get this major and you know, we're going to go with the flow. And so it's just been funny. Cause it's totally, I'm just like, Oh my gosh, what do I do next? And it kind of comes with that anxiety of not being content. Like, Oh my goodness, what am I missing out on? What am I, what are all the options for me? What all can I do with what I'm doing right now? And so just kind of praying for that contentment and praying for that peace, because it's like, yeah, okay. Like it doesn't all need to be done right now. I don't need to travel all in my 20, like year 20 of my life. Like it, everything will come to pass and everything will come as it comes and it doesn't need to be done all right now. And so kind of focusing on not like rushing around and just being content with where I'm at, but yeah, that's super good. Yeah. Going back to that conversation that we had that day on the phone, that was so good. Um, But it kind of reminds me too, of like, you can't miss out on God's best yes for your life, no matter what decision you make, because when you're following him, I kind of think about it. Like we think so often that there's this one specific plan that is like, okay, if I just do this, then like God will, you know, carve this path or whatever the case may be. But like, it's whenever we give it up and we're like, okay, Lord, here I am. I want you to have all of me. I can't miss out on your best. Yes. I kind of think about it like all of these different paths of us having free will and making choices. God knows all of them. And, you know, as we're following him, like we may make one decision that leads us down this path, but then like, maybe we mess up a little bit or we, you know, get ourselves in a rut. We kind of turn away from God. We go down this path, but like God still knew that we were going to do that. But like it says in scripture, God literally uses every single things in our lives to give him glory and for the good of, of us. And when you know that, like, you're not going to miss out on the things that God has for you because you're, you're following him. Yeah. That's kind of like, it's kind of like in, you know, the movies when they're like, if you mess up this one time, you're like your destiny, like, but it's so crazy. Like we do have a destiny, like we have that. And like you said, like screwing up one time is not going to completely ruin that. And, um, but yeah, that's like, that's really encouraging because there's this plan that he has for us and nothing we're going to do is just going to change that plan because his plan is set. But yeah, that's really good. Um, oh man, I had a, I totally had a question for you, but I can't even think of it. Um, daggum. Well, um, Well, tell us about your, you know, your major and like what you're wanting to do with your life, because I know it, but the people don't know it. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, So I am somebody who wants to do everything, but, you know, have to be settled down in the Lord and just (laughs) allow him to do what he wants to do. But yeah, so right now I'm going to nursing school. Um, My biggest dream is to like, obviously go to different places in America and outside of America too. Mm like reach those people who may not have the same, um, needs that we do with, you know, healthcare in America, obviously it's broken, but, um, in other countries when they don't have resources and things like, I just think it's a beautiful picture of getting to like serve people everywhere. And, um, yeah, I never really wanted to be a nurse. Um, I always grew up saying, I'm not going to be a nurse. I wanted to be an astronaut. I love space, like (laughs) everything to do with like 
<laughs> like everything just not not what I'm doing now uh, but <laughs> after I became a believer the Lord just really like I, I can't even say more than like he transformed everything about me um, and kind of made me realize that like there's a need and you know he gave me that love for like science and kind of like the stars and stuff I guess yeah. but yeah I don't know I'm really excited to see where he leads it and kind of going through the motions right now but finding joy in it and yeah. hoping that he's going to use it for something cool yeah finding joy in that contentment of not knowing that's the hardest thing is being like I don't know what you're gonna do but I just need to have contentment over the fact I don't know that is the hardest thing to do ever because it's so funny I was I was calling my dad and I was like dad I just I just I'm not I wouldn't say I'm a control freak but I did get a little bit of my qualities from my dad and just having to like you know wanting to know like the plan like I don't really care I'm go with the flow but I kind of want a little bit of a plan and mm-hmm. I was like, dad, I need you to like, help me. Cause I is Wednesday already. And I have done like barely any of my homework and <laughs> I did a puzzle instead of doing homework. And now I'm stressed and I'm like, as I should, I should be stressed. And so like praying for that peace over, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on and just praying that I find God in those moments of chaos is difficult Um, but it's all my doing that I did a puzzle instead of my homework. Um, that was on me. That one was my fault. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. We all have to take mental breaks. (laughs) I took like a four day mental break. So it's really not much of an excuse, but, uh, but it's okay. I needed it. I did. Um, okay. So we have like a lightning round of questions for you. It's only, it's three questions, but they're, they're big ones. Okay. So the first question is. What is your favorite book right now? Other than the Bible, of course. I would hope I have more favorite books than just the Bible. <laughs> I, I would hope so too. You want me to answer it now or are you going to ask them all and then? Oh, no. You, uh, you'll answer the book one first and then I'll ask you the next one. Okay. Um, I would say at the moment, um, it's definitely Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. Um, she is just such a powerhouse. Like, she's on fire for the spirit. And I think like, it's very evident in the way that she like turns everything back to the Lord. And, you know, that's been a big part of this, like piece of my testimony and this piece of my life that I'm walking through right now is like, she's teaching, how do you get out of your head and those anxious thoughts and the worry and the doubt and the fear and the discontent. And you learn to see that, like, God has given us power, love and a sound mind. And so it's been a really sweet reminder. That's been my favorite book, um, in this season that I'm in, I think. Yeah, I love that. Um, okay, that's a really good one. It's all that, that one always hits home. I, okay. I always recommend that one to people. Um, yeah, and I love her. She's awesome. Okay, sorry. Next question is, what's your favorite verse? That's a hard one because I don't even know if I have a favorite verse. There are so many good ones. Okay, are we talking about favorite life verse or favorite verse at the moment? Mm, you need to say both if you want. Okay. I would say that my favorite like life verse, um, is Psalms five, three. Um, it says, if I can remember, um, it says every morning I lay the pieces of my life upon your altar and wait for your fire to fall upon my heart. Mm. So that is just like, dang, so good. And when I read it for the first time, I was like, why have I never heard this before? Um, I'm just like a bad Christian, I guess, but, um, it's so good. Like I just, it's such an encouragement to me. And I would say that my favorite 
chunk of verses right now. And I like use it in every video I make because it just like means something different every day to me, but it's Hebrews 4, 12 through 16. And it says, God's word is living and active and sharper than any double-edged sword. It's able to penetrate as far as the soul is to the spirit and the joints to the marrow. It's able to judge the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. And then it talks a lot about how like Christ who suffered and like passed through the heavens um, is the same God that we can approach the throne of grace with boldness. And so that's just been like a really good like comfort to me in this season. You have a really good memory. You were made to be a nurse. The Lord really, that is one thing I don't usually flex, but that is one (laughs) thing, like, I don't know what it is, but I can memorize words and like poems and like quotes, like they stick in my mind for some reason. Mm, Yeah. Not me. Oh man. Like any, anything I've learned in the past, like when we'd have to get up and talk in front of class, no, none of it's in my head. I think I could tell uh... you it's all gone and it's bad because I'd forget them when I stepped in front of the class too. So I props to you because I, I I have a tattoo of mine and every now and then I have to like, wait a second, what are the words that I know the verse Dad, yeah. I know the verse. Dad, don't text me and say you got a tattoo and you don't know the verse. I know the verse, <laughs> but it's just not like by words. Like I know the premise. Of- Anyways, okay. I'm sorry. I keep getting off talk. No, I hear you. That's so funny. Okay. Now your favorite part of creation. Oh, I know. Like your favorite thing of God's creation that you just love. Okay. Um, I, this, I thought it was going to be hard, but I think it's actually an easy answer. Um, I grew up like living close to the beach always. And so I find a lot of solitude, just being able to like sit and look at the waves and like the ocean and stuff like that. And I'm in it like every day when I'm home. Um, so I think it's just like, it amazes me that like the moon, like affects the tides and like, it just, it boggles my mind. The ocean, I think was my favorite part of creation or like waterfalls, anything that has water, God just did a great job. Yes. So good. I, I, it blows my mind. See, I am one of those people that like my boyfriend sent me a video yesterday, uh, on TikTok about like this person that's just floating and there was nothing around him. And I got sick to my stomach. I was like, I, I like the ocean, but it scares me like bad. Yeah. I, I get okay. real bad issues. I'm like, also I'm kind of deathly afraid of jellyfish because I really don't want to know what it feels like to be stung by one like I'm really scared. yeah like I'll really like anything touches me in the ocean I will scream I love it but I, I will and it, that's a valid fear that is oh, <laughs> sea creatures are scary that's a valid fear. <laughs> yeah but and I'm not a good swimmer so that's probably part of it like if <laughs> so if either. something came to get me I would be gotten like I'd be dead but bye I wouldn't finale. survive yeah I wouldn't I would not survive um Okay, so before we wrap it up, which this has been so fun, so I don't want to wrap it up, but <laughs> before we wrap it up, um, is there anything you just like a last piece of advice for anybody listening that's just, you know, on your heart that you want to tell everybody? Yeah, um, I would say that a big one is, you know, in the midst of this, like, if you're somebody who is struggling with like finding contentment or is struggling with anxiety or fear or worry about the future, Um, I'm going to use that same example, India, that I gave to you on the phone of like, there's a story in Matthew when Simon Peter, which was one of Jesus' disciples, was about to get onto the boat and go catch fish because that's what he did for a living. He was a fisherman. And um, the Lord, like when Jesus was walking the earth, he told him, he was like, you know, um, 
Simon Peter, you're going to be like a fisher of men. And Simon Peter didn't know what that meant. He was like, Jesus, I don't even know what that means. Like, this doesn't make any sense. And then later on down the line, after Jesus had been crucified and he rose from the dead, like God revealed to Simon Peter, like what that meant to him. And he was a disciple and he was sharing the gospel with all those people. And so, you know, whatever season of life you're walking through right now, whether that's, you know, struggling with discontentment or struggling with anxiety or worry or doubt or whatever that may be like, the first thing I want you to know is that you're not alone. And because you don't necessarily have or see that joy yet, um, maybe the, maybe the Lord isn't ready to reveal that to you yet. And so, you know, seeking after him with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength, like he rewards those who seek after him. And so look for that joy in the small things first, um, and allow him to just like show to you what that looks like for whatever season you're going through. Yeah, that's super good. Oh man, that's really good. And I could totally go off on a tangent of that, but I can't, I cannot. Okay. So I won't do it. Okay. I won't. Anyways, thank you so much for being on here. I appreciate it so, so much. And I'm so glad that the Lord blessed me with your presence today. And anyways, everybody, thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for watching whatever you decided to do today. And um, I pray that you have a great week and that you just use, you know, your gifts and that you're, you use your light for the Lord and everything you do and just be the reason someone smiles today. Anyways, bye guys. Have a good one. Thank you.